0: I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz
1: begin. Hey! <laughs> I like this little song. I love it's it. It's a good one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it almost feels like it could be a Taylor song. Almost. Right? almost. put
2: a little twist
1: on it.
0: Tonight,
1: <laughs> look what you made me do.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: you need to calm down, because tonight we're talking about Miss Americana herself. Taylor Swift in the new Netflix documentary, Miss Americana. I'm your host, Hollywood Leon, host of It's Bravo Bitch here at AfterBuzz TV. I have a fabulous panel of people to break this documentary down with me. To my left, Sean McHugh. What up, Swifties? <laughs> hey, lovers. Uh, say hello to Revet Soto. Hey,
2: guys. I brought my lover straw with me today. Yay. I love I'm it.
1: Ready. And in the guest spotlight tonight, Hallie Johnson, our music influencer. How you doing, girl?
3: I mean, I'm feeling pretty good right now. Let's do
1: it. Let's do it. Let's and go. by
3: the way, I love y'all's dance moves. Thank you. There,
1: that was uh,
3: that was quite something. Woo!
2: <laughs> Thank you, TikTok.
3: Yes,
1: yes. There is uh, no bad blood here. Oh, I, love I just I guess you guys prepared on mm-hmm. the flavor of the show tonight. Yeah. It's gonna yeah. be lots of that tonight, you know. This guy is trouble. Yeah, Ooh. you guys should have known I was trouble when I walked in, you know? I
2: think we're ready for it.
1: <laughs> Let's dive in. Overall thoughts about the documentary. I was dying. I thought it was great, and it's gonna be a really
0: interesting journey. Um, favorite parts? Um, I think for for me, the 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 most favorite part for me was was seeing the human being that is Taylor yes. Swift. Yes. Right, because we all think of her as this amazing superstar, but guess what? She's a human being like the rest of us, and Mm -hmm. I thought they did a really nice job of reminding us that she's human. Yes, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Sean. I love that.
2: I agree with Sean. I mean, I've always known Taylor Swift is vulnerable, and it's through her music, and it's one of the reasons why I love her so much. She's so relatable. But we got to see her on such a new level, Mm -hmm. and it really did humanize her. I know people that don't even care for Taylor Swift or maybe hated her. Yeah. Who watched the documentary and are like, wow, you know, I really like her now. So it's, I loved it, man. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
1: Yes. Well, Hallie's going to be here to dive into the music part and give us like insights. You know, when we talk about the studio process, she has experience in all this. She's in the music industry, American Idol alumni. I love that. Maybe we'll get her to sing a couple parts later. Who knows? <laughs> oh, who fingers knows? Crossed. It's hey. going to be a good show. Um, Let's I want to start a little bit with just. What we're here for, first and foremost, it's about the music, you know? Mm. Music is my savior, and uh, I want to talk about Taylor's journey. You know, so before we get too deep and we talk about the journey, because she's had a very long one, she's one of those people that's worked very, very hard from the beginning, from when she, she was a child. It, this is not an overnight success. This was not Star Search, and the next day she was big. She has worked, she has played the guitar until her fingers have bled. So I want to talk about the music specifically. Um, I guess we could just go into like favorite favorite songs, like the best shows, and then then we could talk a little bit about the journey, but I think we want to know like our favorite songs because it really speaks to like what kind of Swiftie you are, you know yeah. what I mean? It's a representation kind of thing, so I want to hear about y'all's reputation. Sean, your favorite Ooh. Taylor Swift song <laughs> and best show.
0: So I would, I would have to lean towards Delicate. Mm. So I don't know. It's funny. She kills me with the. Ba- I mean, granted, you know, look what you look what you made me do, right? Like that song comes on, and you're just it's on, like yeah. <laughs> it is on, like we mm. are getting down. Like, look out, make some room because I'm gonna start dancing. He's a snake. <laughs> um, but the the delicate like, ah, oh, it just she just kind of gets to. It's so funny. Like I I am not in her demographic. And yet, here I am. <laughs> yes, you full are. full-on Swifty. And, you know, I just... I don't know. I Yeah, so for me, right now, it's it's delicate. She's for everybody, Sean. Don't feel like she you're is. out of the box. <laughs> <like everybody. laughs>
1: and you, love?
2: Okay, it's really hard for me to pick one song. It might change in an hour, but right now, uh, my song, my favorite Taylor Swift song is going to have to be Never Grow Up. Uh, that is my go-to song anytime I'm down or in a slump or just feeling some way about myself and it always makes me feel so much better. It's a, it's a sad song. It's a somber song, but it makes me feel better. Once again, it it humanizes her and, and knowing that this superstar, this role model, model, this icon yeah, can somehow, I can relate to her and if she can get through these feelings, so can I. And I think that's why I really love that song. Taylor know. is
1: known for speaking to her fans and uh, just like she was saying, I really feel like that's where she gets it from. Like she talks to her fans. So I feel like it's really, really easy to feel that way. She mm-hmm. just makes it so easy for us. You know yeah. what I mean? Hallie, your favorite Taylor Swift song?
3: All right. Y'all ready for this one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. You Belong with Me mm. from the Fearless album. Yeah. And mm. the Fearless tour was just it was it was incredible, mm-hmm. incredible. and the reason why I love that song so much is because I feel like that was one of the earliest moments of her authentic self mm-hmm. before too much of the fame creeped in and yeah. she wasn't feeling as much pressure from other people, so she was able to just completely be herself mm-hmm. and just let it all out. You can see that young teenage innocence and it was just highly relatable. I mean, how many of us have had a crush on someone that doesn't even notice that we're there because they're too busy messing around with the popular one? That's (laughs) true. And my sister. I've I've been there, so I'm like... (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And also... That song was actually the first one of hers I learned how to play.
1: Awesome. Oh. I love yeah. that. So that? I w- do you play guitar?
3: I do, yeah. yeah. Awesome. And I would play that song in open mics. I'd be like, you're on the phone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah,
3: I, I did my best.
1: <laughs> well, Hallie followed direction. She said her favorite show
0: as well, and it was Fearless.
1: <laughs> yeah. So favorite shows before I get into my favorites, guys?
0: Okay, I mean, like, for, it's not even a quite Like, that netflix reputation video mm, it's a All, reputation tour yes that it was a religious experience for me yeah. like, i was not expecting to feel because you know it'd been so long list of the album and you know you got it in your head and then when you think it's going to be and then like i was like oh my god to have been there live i don't think i would have made it through i don't think front i would have made it through front row
1: front row <laughs>
0: Please.
2: Um, Rivette. You know what? I went to the Reputation Tour, and I think that was such a comeback for her. Mm. And I felt it on a spiritual level. Like I was (laughs) proud of her. I felt like her mother. I was like, she made it here, okay? And she worked her ass off to get here. And that that concert, it was something else for me.
1: My favorite song of Taylor Swift is All Too Well. I know it's very... Very Taylor Swift. You know what I mean? It's very like, oh, of course it is. Um, but if it wasn't going to be all too well, it would probably be New Romantics. I love mm. New Romantics. Underrated. Absolutely, because mm-hmm. my favorite album is 1989. Yeah. Okay, It's just, like, so good. And I, and I think my favorite show as well has been 1989. I've seen the Red Tour. I've seen Reputation. um, And I've seen, um, obviously, 1989. But I think that would be my favorite. It just... I feel like that's when she... Came into her own as she, as we see in the documentary, mm-hmm. she says, You know, I've been through this, I've been through that, and the Kanye thing. And then she's like, I wanted to do one thing, I wanted to prove that I was here. And that's when they go into like her singing Out of the Woods, and she looks absolutely gorgeous mm-hmm. with those big blue eyes. Yeah. Let's get into the documentary. <laughs> I'm tired of talking about this. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to get into it. Oh, it was so good. Mm-hmm. And just to see yeah. this side of her where. You know, like, we all kind of knew it, but we loved her for it anyway. But it was the squeaky clean image. Mm -hmm. And that was the reason that she was so divided for a long time. A lot of people were like, I don't like that. Like, I'm not about that. And at first, she was under the radar because she was a little country. Mm -hmm. And so all the pop fans weren't really aware of that. I was because I'm a huge, huge country person. I remember going to a country club like club, not like a country club. Like a club, <laughs> where they, like a club where they play country music, like a really hip one in Las Vegas. And I remember seeing Teardrops to My Guitar, mm. which was like after Tim McGraw. But that's when I found out about Taylor Swift. Yep. It wasn't Tim McGraw for me. It was Teardrops. And I was like, "Me too." she's so cute. Mm-hmm. She's so cute. I love her. Mm-hmm. And that's how I kind of dove in. But I loved the being a nice girl thing. And I know that a lot of people weren't really about that. Mm-hmm. But that's what me-
0: attracted me to her. Well, I think that was, like, that was on brand for her, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. what else did they want her to be? Like, she's not Billie <laughs> Eilish, right? Like, I mean, that's, exactly. of course, what she's going to be. I mean, she's wholesome, you know, country. Like, yeah. Like, that's, we saw, like, that's just naturally who she was. Pretty so, much. Yeah. I mean, haters are just, they hate so much.
1: I know. But I think, like, mm-hmm. what people are kind of saying, and this is, like, after, um, you know, more, like, 1989-ish, like, And then, you know, going into, like, the whole Bad Blood era, like, people don't like her because they're just, like, the good girl thing is kind of like a fake thing. Like, you're not a good girl hanging out with all models and, like, excluding people. Like, so I feel like that's where the division kind of came. But I feel like it started early with the good girl thing. Because when you are a good girl, either everybody's with you or some people are, like, she's just pretending to be a good girl. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I feel like she really was. And I think she was up until Kanye, I think it kind of like planted a bitter seed from the music industry. Hallie, you must know about this being burned by the music industry. I feel like other than Taylor being denied her record deals a bunch of times when she was 16, she had to start her own record label, Big Machine Records. Mm -hmm. But she was denied from the big ones for a really long time. Have you been burned like that for a while, or have you been through this before?
3: I, I have had that experience as well. I started out pretty young. I was offered my first deal when I was around 17. And oftentimes what record labels will do, and I hope nobody comes after me for telling these secrets, but oftentimes record labels will do is they'll sign a particular artist or particular act so that they can shelf them. So the reason why they shelf them is to prevent them from competing with their current artists. Mm-hmm. So let's say uh, mm. an A&R went out and found, quote-unquote, "Quote the next Beyonce, they will sign that person to prevent them from competing with Beyonce.
1: But don't they want like a new Beyonce?
3: Absolutely not, because Beyonce is their current cash cow. So mm-hmm. they cannot afford to have anyone else there on the market competing with them. So they reel them in and, and tell them all these things and they get them the album deal. And then they find reasons not to release the album. <sighs>
0: That's horrible. Wow. Wow. And it's so short sighted. Like mm-hmm. competition makes people better.
1: I feel like there's
3: room
0: Sometimes. for everybody these days. Well, though. that's true. Like, well, you know there's what
1: there's I there. mean? Yeah. Even, like, excluding the competition. Like, I'm an L.A. baby, so I've grown up with it my entire life. Like, I've had, you know, when me and my little childhood friends were playing, like, their parents were going to the Oscars. Like, I am a true L.A baby. And I totally hate competition. I feel like if you're good, you are just good and forget about everybody else around you. If you're good, I should not be threatened by you. What you have to offer has nothing to do with me and has nothing to do with what I offer. So why be in a competition? Like I understand that there's types, but I just feel like that's why Taylor Swift became so successful she wasn't trying to copy anybody else. We even heard it on the documentary. She said Taylor Swift created a new kind of pop without any type of outside influence. That's why 1989 is such a good album. I want to talk Mm -hmm. about something deep that happened in the documentary. We got to see a different side about her. Mm -hmm. She basically revealed to us that she battled with something so horrible and something really common along with Not just women, but I think men deal with this as well. Like, this is something huge that needs to be kind of brought up to the public eye, which is basically eating disorders. Like, she revealed in her own kind of words that when she saw certain pictures of herself, it made her starve herself. She Mm -hmm. didn't say for how long, but she did say she would do it for very long periods of time to the point where she felt like she was going to pass out at shows. That's Mm -hmm. insane to me. Did you guys ever think by looking at her, maybe she was too thin? Did you guys ever feel this way
2: about her? I, I never looked at Taylor. And I, you know, sometimes it's human nature when we look at a, a celebrity, a public exactly. figure. It's like, oh, she looks like this. Oh, he looks like that. She's gained weight. She, You know, Britney Spears, she's too big, now she's too thin. Exactly. Like, it's human nature. But with Taylor, for me at least, she's always been such a, like, a perfect icon for me. I've never been like, oh, she's too thin or she's too that. She she gained too much weight. And it was so crazy to me. Like, I had no idea. She touched on body dysmorphia, which is a huge problem yeah. for men and women across the world. And once again, it's that relatability. It's like, if Taylor's having these issues, too, and she can, you know, overcome them, so can I. And it's just so, it was crazy to think, you know, this person that we idolize or I idolize is going through the same motions that any normal person is going yeah. through.
0: I know, for me, it was, I don't think I noticed it, like, in real time, but then to see the doc, to see the old footage of her. Yeah, she was tiny. Oh, my God, like, emaciated, and it was like, oh, wow. It was, That's what I was saying. Like, yeah. I didn't notice it until we saw the documentary. It, right, like, mm-hmm. until it was really, you saw the difference, because I think she looks amazing now. Like, I think she's had a great. She looks better. Yeah, she looks healthy. Like, oh. uh, so so, but I also think, too, that this is a very important thing for her to talk about. Because I would think that a lot of her fans are going through the same thing. Yes. You know, and it's like, just because you're Taylor Swift doesn't mean you're immune to this. Yep. You know, exactly. and I think that's, that's super important for, for young girls to, to hear that. That, mm-hmm. like, even your, your icon has feels this way. Sean, you're so right. She did
1: showcase and bring so many things to the forefront in this movie. It's so fabulous the way she has put a light on so many issues in just such a short amount of time. That was just one of the things that she shined on. And then the other thing was before I get into um, what's what she's been through. I want to touch on the Kanye thing really, really quickly. Mm -hmm. To me, it was, like, a reason for me to, like, hate him all over again. (laughs) I'm just like, oh, your music has always been, like, like bound bound to me. Like, incredible song. Like, Mm -hmm. the way he can sample, incredible. Like, genius. But he is going crazy, you guys. Like, I have (laughs) friends that buy tickets to his Sunday service, and I'm like... You guys are encouraging and being like enablers. Like, he's not well. And I think that the Taylor Swift thing it just reignited for everyone to be like, what a jerk. Like, when yeah. the president calls you out, not this president, <laughs> but the good one, like Bar- <laughs> when Barack Obama calls you out, like, Barack Obama, like, I love Barack. If he called me a jackass, I would really feel like a jackass. Now. So, <laughs> no. could,
0: well, I think, I think, uh, what I loved was, with, I think Dr. Phil said it best, it was like, 25 other people, he would not have done that to. Yeah. But a 17-year-old girl, he said, oh, I'm just going to go do this. Totally. So I, I thought that was very insightful. Like, you wouldn't have done this to anybody else. Like, you just thought, oh, I could take over because it's Taylor Swift, and who's, what is she going to do? Yeah.
2: It was such a gut-wrenching feeling to relive that all over yeah, again. Exactly. And then to hear that... You know the crowd is booing Kanye because what he did. Collectively, everybody understood that it was so disrespectful. Meanwhile, she is thinking yeah. that people are booing her.
1: I can't believe that she thought that.
2: I know, and it's but it's like in that moment. I know. Think about so it. She's so shocked, and then here's all this booing. I just, I can't even. I see one bad comment yeah. about me, and I cry for like an hour about it. Well, I can't the imagine. Thing is
1: that I don't understand. It's like Kanye, freaking relax. She won Video of the Year. Like, right. just. It's a
2: VMA. If you would have
1: waited five minutes, she won video of the year later for single ladies. You're over here tripping about female video. Boy, bye. (sighs) Get out of here. Hallie, thoughts on Kanye? (laughs)
3: You know what? Um, I, okay, once again, don't get upset with me. I'm actually glad that that moment happened Mm. for her. Not to her, but for her. Mm -hmm. And the reason being is because... Prior to that, she wasn't really experiencing, as far as we could tell, that part of the music industry that a lot of, especially women of color, do experience. The backlash Mm -hmm. and the politics of it Mm -hmm. and the fact, but the only thing I'm like, the fact that it was televised, that's that's really uncomfortable. But anyways, I feel like that moment really grew and shaped her in a way that if it didn't happen, Mm. she wouldn't have been the same artist that we know today.
1: It made that. Famous. Right, right.
3: If, if, if anything, Kanye just boosted her career. Practically handed her a I don't Grammy think, I don't for that. That's
1: totally true. I in think, a way, I, in think a think way. It, I think it helped. But to boost, like you didn't boost well, anything. My yeah. music, boost, my <laughs> music, my lyrics. Here's what I mean everything.
3: by that. Here's what I mean Publicity by that. Publicity-wise,
1: though, we got everyone talking about it, and that right.
3: really helps. Here's here's what I mean by that. Um, what a lot of people don't know is when an artist wins a Grammy, their sales practically go like 10 times more than it already was what he did for her was to give her free press not only was her image as America's sweetheart in a way was it Validated. solid right because mm-hmm. she didn't she didn't do anything she didn't to fight ret- back, right nothing. she kept her composure so we got to really see who she was as not only an artist which she showed you later when she did retaliate in her own way yeah. but we got to see her character too because can you imagine being in that situation probably breaking breaking down or going off or exiting she held her ground yeah. mm-hmm. so I thought that moment was really really powerful and really pivotal for her so if anything thank you Kanye exactly. West well, thank you it, it,
1: you know what like if Adele's boyfriend wouldn't have broken up with her would we have gotten 21 precisely <laughs> like, my, my point exactly you're saying
3: are you on my team now
1: he's still a jerk that was yeah. very I'm
3: well put I'm always on your
1: team yeah. baby look at
3: that <laughs> I, never,
1: I am never not on your team but um There's always a happy ending. It shaped her and it made her not blow up in the sense of like she was a freaking. Publicity mess because she's never been no Lindsay Lohan, but what it what made her do it drove her <laughs> to do like the best music of her life, which takes us into 1989, which takes us into Reputation, which takes us into her new relationship. Mm. Do you guys know anything about this? Because I mean, I'm a huge Taylor Swift fan. I've seen her so many times live. Mm-hmm. We all like we we all wouldn't be here if we weren't Taylor Swift fans. Mm-hmm. But like this new relationship, she really kept under wraps. Yeah. Do you guys know anything that I don't? All I know is his name is Joe and he has big beautiful eyes. We saw him <laughs> on the documentary.
2: We did. I think Barely. that's the most Barely. we've ever I mean, seen him. Yeah. The
0: back of his head, I thought I mean, we actually we never saw his face. I saw his lips. They were oh, you big. Saw, oh, you saw <laughs> 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 I love a white boy with big lips. He's an actor.
2: He's he's her London boy. I'm so happy that she is keeping this relationship so sacred and so under wraps because the media is obsessed with yeah. Taylor Swift and her relationship and who she's dating. And that's never worked out in her favor mm-hmm. in the past. No, no. So I think she's really, you know, doing herself and her relationship a favor and keeping it out of the media. There's a few Getty images of them walking yeah. out, like, holding hands. Very cute. But I don't think we're going to get much more.
1: We got to see her cats. How cute were her
0: cats? Oh, my God. That that kitty on the piano when she's playing. <laughs> so oh, my God. What about when they're on the little pee private plane, oh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh,
1: and the little backpack, and her face is, like, in oh, the yeah. little oval Yes! Thing.
2: I'm a cat so mom, cute. and I want that backpack so I'm bad. I'm not a
1: cat person, but that <laughs> made me go... Now that cat's cute.
3: I kind of <laughs> second that. I want that for my cat. <laughs> exactly. We're going to be traveling the world
1: together. Oh, uh, you need to get that. <laughs> if I had a cat, like, I couldn't I couldn't put my dog in it, because she's just, like, too... She's like me. She, like, needs all the attention. She's, like, <laughs> containing me in that backpack. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it's really interesting, because she went into hiding for, like, an entire year. And I think it was just her not only just finding herself, but, like, really, like, having a relationship, which is, like, sleeping in the same bed with someone, like having continuous, some beautiful, mind-blowing sex. Like, mm-hmm. we didn't see her for a year. What do you think she was doing? You, <laughs> you know what I mean? She was, like, experiencing life so she could write about it. Yes. You know, so I, I do feel All like said. like that's what Hallie was saying. Like, she basically, I feel like these things that happened to her in the beginning kind of made her grow into experienced life. Because mm-hmm. maybe if she, she would have continued on this little cookie-cutter, beautiful, white, picket kind of pavement, maybe mm-hmm. she wouldn't have experienced the the style that we have now, like reputation, like that kind of album comes from being pissed Mm. off. Yeah, what I mean? 1989 comes from just being completely infatuated with someone and being enthralled with them physically. Like, I just relate to both so well. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's talk about this one year hiding and like what it did to her music before we get into like one of the best messages of the entire documentary which mm-hmm. is like her breaking her silence on politics speaking out for women and most importantly speaking out for herself which inspired millions of people to come forward you know a lot of people deal with sexual assault they're not believed mm-hmm. which is like worse like one of the things that just really stuck with me and she was like i had to be dehumanized questioned And asked all sorts of inappropriate things. And I had seven witnesses and a photo. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, wow. Yeah. Put that in your pipe, America, and take a big, fat hit. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you guys need to be on that. Like, you Mm -hmm. need to smoke that and dwell on that. That is some real food for thought right there, you guys. (sighs) It was really insane, and I was so proud of her. Like, yeah. her team. Her team. Hallie, you know her team. Before we get into her team telling her, dude, I don't know about this, her dad going, I'm going to buy, like, armored cars. I'm terrified for you. Mm-hmm. Have, what? Did you ever feel this from her team, like, that they were, like, you know, they're all from that sort of the south bend of, like, Tennessee and all that. Like, it's not regionally known for being very progressive you know not you know i just want to keep it real i don't want to offend anybody but sorry did you get any kind of vibe like that because it kind of got brought out in the documentary that they're like no please don't do this
3: well here's the thing when you have as much star power fame and attention as taylor swift sometimes it requires to get a little bit mean as far as protecting her is concerned. Yes. And I, I don't work directly with her team as much as I did in the past when I started working with her first manager and being mentored by him as well. Um, but from what I know at our camp, they're very, very tight and they take really good care of each other and they take really good care of her because they, they fully understand that she's under a lot of pressure and constantly being watched and then having these issues come up it's, it's far more dangerous for her than it would be for other people because these type of stalkers, it's it's way more real than people think. Mm-hmm. Not only are there stalkers that are from the public and, and I'm sorry, not from the public but from her fans, but also think about people like paparazzi and the media they stalk her as well. There's no room to breathe. So if her team is required just to get slightly aggressive on her behalf so she doesn't have to. I'm sure to, she,
1: they have done right, it plenty right. of times. So she
3: doesn't have to, to, I think it's necessary to protect her, her well-being, and her and her mental health, too, because that's a lot of pressure for one person to experience on a daily basis. Mm-hmm.
1: But don't you think that also that's not really protecting her by having her hold all of that in, and she's not able to express, and she is someone that expresses to her fans so much. I feel like it was making her sick. She said it herself, she was like, I can't hold this in any longer. I feel like almost, like she didn't say fraud, but I feel like she wanted to say, like, I feel like a fraud. Like, how can I go to gay pride and be like, gay pride, and... Like, not say anything about what people are voting on. Like, I just want to let everyone know I am on your team. Mm -hmm. I would never vote for someone that votes against women's rights, that votes against protecting women, you know, with domestic violence and stalking, or that would vote against gay marriage or, like, the protection of civil rights and people's equality. Like, done. She's such a ally. I love her. Mm-hmm. I well, love that she went against everybody. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I think, I mean, kind of going back to her hiatus, right? Yeah. I mean, first of all, if it's good enough for Dave Chappelle, I think it's good enough for, for Taylor, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, Thank you, Sean, and, for that. And I think, Fair you enough. know, you have to kind of unplug to reassess. Yeah. You know, I think we're all guilty of that, right? Where you you just caught up on all the social to phone, and then, and then, like, you go for a hike, and you're like, oh, my God, I forgot I need. it. Or just go to the beach and, like, look at the ocean. You're like, wow. I got a little perspective now, right? Totally. So I, I think that that helped fuel what eventually became her saying to her management, guys, I know you don't want me to do this, but for me, for Taylor, I have to do this. Yeah, And that was, to me, it was, it was just so brave. And I was so endeared to her when, when she finally kind of made that statement. And, and it's so funny because then they're all kind of watching. What's the reaction? What's the reaction? Yeah, I know. Um, and, you know, good for her. Good yeah. for her.
2: Yeah, I mean proud is I think an understatement for me. There are a million reasons that I fell in love with her even more throughout this documentary. And this is definitely one of the top reasons. I mean to have such a like public image and your whole team and your family like when you make a decision, you know, you get some opinions from maybe your friends, maybe your family. She has like So many people telling her what to do, how she needs to look. Your brand, your brand. That's, like, I'm sure what she hears all day long. And she was like, F that. I'm going to do what I think is right. And I'm so proud of her for finally sticking up for herself and for gay rights and for just equal rights for everybody. And it was so important. I'm getting, like, heated, like, talking about this because it's so... It's good. Really, it's iconic.
1: I want to know, because... She did come out with this, but they didn't show it on the documentary, but I remember this in real time. She did do this announcement, but it was on the very last day of the reputation tour. like I remember Yep. Oh, wow, I didn't So know. it was like, if it goes bad, the tickets like we're done with the tour. So yeah. What are your thoughts on that?
2: Business, It's a business move. Smart. Sure. I mean, at the end of the day, she's a public figure. She makes music. She needs to make a living. And she, not only for herself, she has hundreds of people. I don't, is it hundreds? A lot of people that work for her. <laughs> so you
1: are saying so, that she kind of, even though she did this and it's amazing, she played it safe.
2: I mean, I don't think uh, it's don't like think playing fair. it safe. It's just well, it's, the It's timing. damage control.
1: It's like just in case anything happens, it's at the very end of the tour. Yeah, but Okay.
2: she I, was already writing Lover at that point.
1: Yeah, no, but I'm just saying, like, but nothing happened for, like, another whole year, though. mm -hmm. And, like, in this day and age, like, every day, like, the news is so big. By next week, like, we've forgotten about it. Right. You know, it's like white noise. That's, I don't know, it was just, those are one of the things that I saw on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Mm And I I wanted to cover all aspects of it, because I know we're huge Taylor Swift fans here, but I just wanted to throw in things that someone would say that wasn't a fan, you know what I mean? Like, you know, like, like what I asked you, what did you think about
0: that, that she did do that, but she did it on the last day of her tour. Yeah, so, I'm okay with that. I mean, again, I'm okay with that too. Uh, there's mm-hmm. business too. Like, yeah, end of the day, there is a business going on here. Yep. you know, as much as we love Taylor, she is a business, and you know, you have to protect that. As fans, did you guys
1: ever feel like this was something that you wanted her to talk about? Because I think mm-hmm. it's been something that we've all pretty much known that she's been pretty silent about yeah. who she's voted for. We saw it in the documentary. She's like. I think you guys just want to hear me sing. like do you really want to hear who i voted for and we're like yes
2: yeah yeah i mean not knowing it was it was just kind of weird especially because like, you have such a platform millions hundreds of millions of fans and you know i don't want any artists to be like forcing their opinion on anyone but at the same time when it's something as basic as human rights i think that's important and that's what taylor was you know standing up for and at the same time, everyone can make their own opinions, like, on anything. Yeah. On who you're voting for, on what you believe in, but I think she was just standing up for basic human rights.
1: In the documentary we saw that she took a photo at a meet and greet, and a radio DJ put her put his hand on her behind, um, causing, you know, her to obviously be very upset and did not want to let it go. She contacted his management, and he was fired. He... Fought that by suing her, um, and she countersued for a dollar and one. Thoughts? <laughs> Only because, I want to hear from you first, because someone from the music industry, <laughs> don't you think this is something that happens in the music industry all the time?
3: This has been going on since the beginning of time, not just in the music industry, but every industry in which women are present. Mm-hmm. And in music, there it's, it's a lot of things are kept under wraps at times because often women have to appease to the men in order to get ahead in their careers. So it can be a really fine line as to what that looks like. So, yeah, I mean, I'm really proud of her for standing up for herself and really making it known that, hey, I'm not going to take this. And I think it's hilarious that he even thought to, to sue her <laughs> to sue her. I mean, I get it, bro. I, you lost a job, but you touched her booty. Like, I would fire you, think was you gonna happen Yeah, yeah. And I, I think he wanted to try and get away with that, just because, of course, it's Taylor Swift. You know. <sighs> I, I think, gosh, a dog. you, you mm. know what? But it got him his little five minutes of fame, but it also blackballed him in the industry. So
1: five minutes. Uh, I don't even know the guy's name mm-hmm. and I don't want to. Well, There you have it. But I'm,
3: I'm proud of Taylor for stepping up for herself because not only um, her doing it for herself, it, it made her and more empowered, but it also inspired other women to speak up mm-hmm. to those type of situations, too, that we don't tolerate that. Anymore. We never have, but now, especially yeah. because we have so much voice and so much power to be able to speak up.
1: Mm-hmm. Taylor Swift showed all sorts of sides in the documentary like one of my favorite parts was her in the studio with Jack Antonoff mm. coming up with like Getaway car especially like the best parts of the song like <laughs> the bridge and like right. them finishing each other's lyrics like yeah. so good and the light up shoes do you have a, like a studio process like she was putting up light up shoes do you do anything st- in the studio
3: You know what I won't lie <laughs> 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 so, okay. So when in the studio, it's literally the most intimate relationship that you can have. Yes. Right? Sometimes when I'm in the studio and I'm just completely by myself, I tell the producer to walk out. I need to just really get into the moment, light a candle, turn off the lights, and I just kind of like sit there buck naked. I'm like, all right, here it comes. Yeah. No, <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that.
1: I knew you were say
3: only, that took a left it's, turn. It's it's only because it, and it's not some sort of like like quote unquote sexual thing. It's because sometimes when I I just want to like release something mm. in yeah. this music. I don't want to feel all the clothes on me. I just want to be completely alone like with it. me and the mic and it allows me to literally just be naked with the song.
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> if Taylor got naked. I don't think Jack Antonoff's girlfriend at the time would have been happy. You know
3: what? <laughs> you you would be surprised Lena. what what us artists do in in the studio in order to actually get that out because think yeah. about it when we're in front of a crowd it's so much easier because we have all this emotion all this energy to play off of but when you're completely alone and it's just you and this inanimate object Mm -hmm. and it's like you have to bring all of that out every single record you listen to by taylor swift required a a, an immense amount of of intensity and vulnerability yes in order to get that out and when you don't have the subject in front of you you got to just imagine it Mm -hmm. and make it up i'm not saying i get naked all the time but i do recall (laughs) once i was like
1: get out (laughs) i need i need i need to be alone." Well, we got to see, um, you know, a little bit of Taylor Swift's relationship with her mom, which is really nice to see. Um, it was it's very normal relationship. Like, it wasn't like she was praising her mom and, like, her mom was like a pedestal, like... She was like, that's my mom. And, like, you know, sometimes she gets on my nerves. Yeah. Even though she has cancer, like, it's a big deal. Her dog, her big old dog is still getting on my nerves. (laughs) It (laughs) It was, like, so real. I love that. What did you guys think about this part of the documentary where we got to see, like, her interacting with her family?
0: Yeah, no, I, I really I really enjoyed that. I mean, the moment on the PP, right? That's what we're calling it. Yes, private. Uh, private. The moment of the private or the plane, PJ, <laughs> private jet. Uh, when they're all grabbing their food, right? Like, oh, because oh no, the steak, not the steak. Like, oh, rich people problems. But yeah. <laughs> it was such a real human moment because, like, we've yeah. all been on an airplane where you're like, oh no, no no. Mm-hmm. Not yeah, the but latte. W- but have we been on a private jet when our Angus fillet is gonna fall <laughs> off, and we're like, well, not yet, not yet, but. Not
1: exactly we're
0: manifesting That's I like right. that let's I manifest like a it. private like jet. Uh, but I, I actually I, I think my favorite though the interaction was like her childhood friend yeah oh I love that that yes, was great because that was such a like oh did you open the red oh I want white but did you open the red and then when they dumped yeah, the ice and yeah. the white wine I was so like style. I was like <laughs> everybody's basic it's all good uh, we're <laughs> all it's all good we're all
2: basic <laughs> I loved it again like we know yeah. about her mom from the media her childhood friends like we see a little bit here and there, but we've never really seen such an inside look on their real relationships. Once again, making it just so relatable. Like, oh, she talks to her mom how I talk to my mom. Get your dog out of here. Like, <laughs> It's just... Exactly.
1: I That's it. exactly what I'm saying. I'm like, I know her mom is sick and everything, but yeah. at the end of her day, it's still her mom. Yeah. And, uh, I could tell when they were sitting on the plane, she was so annoyed by her. She was just like... <laughs> Yeah, I know, but that <laughs> dog is just so big. It's the size of a human. Like, really? <laughs> Marmaduke's killing me, Mom. Marmaduke <laughs> killing me. to all the Great Dane owners out there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we love a Great Dane. Yeah,
1: what's her cat? Like, what kind of cat does she have? It's like a... There was a is couple. It? There were two, right? She There's has a kid. multiple. She has Olivia Pope, and I forgot what the other cat's called. Because C- one kind of looked Benji. like Grumpy Cat. Didn't is it Benji? It? Benji, or is it something like? Taylor Swift mm. fans, let us know in the comments below. We I am, should know I'm, this. I'm we sorry. Have so apologize. <laughs> I just remember the first one, Olivia Pope. There she is right Aww. there on the screen for you guys. Aww. How cute is that? Oh, freaking love Too it. Too cute. Well, I want to thank you guys for joining on this journey with us. Mm -hmm. We want to end by, you know, doing a little something for Taylor. I want to call it Messages for Taylor. You know, Taylor Swift has inspired all of us musically and, you know, who else in all sorts of different ways? Maybe style-wise for someone, you know? Um, You know, to me, it's just I don't want to have any bad blood with anybody. So I'm just, like, (laughs) trying to be trying to be easy just trying to be gorgeous (laughs) trying to go back to 22 (laughs) um Hallie let's start with you like uh, if you were alone in a room with Taylor Swift Mm. and it was just you and her and there was like you know a very short amount of time what would you say to her if someone was like I'll give you like 30 seconds with Taylor Swift go she's coming around the corner what would you say to Taylor
3: I would honestly sit and just talk with her about life just relationships. Um, is popcorn truly a food group? I, if she agrees with me, I'm probably gonna have to put her on my shit list because <laughs> I believe that popcorn truly is a food group. Um, let's see. And just how many licks does it take to get to the center of a tattoo roll? Titty there we go. Pop? I'm just gonna have regular mm-hmm. conversations with her because I. Like her. I I prefer those over anything.
1: Well, she's a regular person, like Sean said. Maybe
3: she can tell me the meaning of life. I asked my cat the other day, and she said, me.
1: (laughs) 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 Um, Rivette?
2: Okay. um, If I had like 30 seconds with Taylor Swift first of all I think I might collapse but (laughs) let's say that doesn't happen you're gonna be like the Asian
1: guy that's like oh the the reputation what about the guy (laughs) that was singing reputation in like Japanese he was like big reputation Mm. she's like you you have to send me that
2: later I don't (laughs) Uh, sorry no you're fine Um, although you know Taylor is a regular person and she goes through all the motions like the rest of us personally in my life Taylor Swift has helped me through so much in her music and her interviews and just who she is as a person and who we've seen. And I would just really thank her for getting me through some really, really tough times. Mm. And I just feel like she's that older sister that I I never had. And I would have to thank her for that.
0: Mm, (laughs) that. And for you, Um, I first I'd give her a high five. There we go. Just to kind of, just to kind of kill any kind of creepy vibes I might give off, because like a, no. I'm a little older. You don't you know, have creepy and vibes, and I don't want to. I don't want to make it weird. Um, but I think I just would. I I think i kind of like what Hallie said. I think I would just have a, a conversation. Like, hey, what's going on? What did you eat? Like, what what are you loving to eat right now? Yeah. Or, you know what's
3: popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: what's your favorite like cereal? I don't know. You know, this kind of fun stuff that wouldn't be about like, oh my god, it's Taylor Swift. like Because I think she gets that all the time. Yeah. You know, and I think I'd just be like, give me a fist bump, Taylor. We're good.
1: We're good. <laughs> well said. I like that. I think I would just say thank you for giving me like a nice soundtrack mm. for like the last five or six years. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like the beginning albums, they were so great and I really loved all of them. But like the last couple years, now that she's you know just a couple years trailing behind me now, I feel like she's writing about stuff that i go through or Mm -hmm. that i've been through so it's not like it's not too deep for me it's just like strictly like thank you for being part of that or -hmm. making that soundtrack for me because i really really dig your music Mm -hmm. um that's all the time we have for today thank you guys so much for joining us we're going to go around the panel and give a little love for each of our fabulous panel members Uh, thank you guys for joining us tonight it's been fabulous hallie where can we find you what do you want to promote
3: um, you can find me at Pure Halle, P U R E H A L L E. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter,
2: YouTube, all the things. All the things. All the things. And for
1: you, darling, you lover, where can we
0: find you? You
2: can find me at Revette Sorrel on all social media platforms.
0: And Mr. Sean, who uh, do you want to promote? Uh, at Sean Star seventy five on Instagram. That's the uh, that's the best place to find me. And uh, thanks for having me. <laughs>
1: Yes, thank you for being here. I'm your host, Hollywood Lee, and you can find me every single Wednesday here doing It's Bravo Bitch. Tell your friends if they're watching Bravo, they should be watching It's Bravo Bitch. We break down all the best Bravo gossip. Mm -hmm. And on Sunday nights, Real Housewives of Atlanta, we'll see you guys next time. Bye after buzzers.